It's going to be a positive summer, man. You don't even like future like that, bro. Who don't? Me? Yeah. I almost named... Kenton's Kenton's middle name was almost future, G. I was trying... That was when... uh, DS2 drop. Yeah, I often say, and he ain't had nothing that was of of nothing worth naming a kid since DS2. It must have been <laughs> around that time. Yo, welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place of rapid fire, hip-hop discussion, and of course, great beer. I am Kamal Kidder. OT the Golden Child. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode featuring our homie AJ. Yeah. Uh, down there. In, yeah, man. The Incanacious down there in Houston. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to that that brother. Uh, this is episode 243. Good to see you guys again. If this is your first time watching, make sure you subscribe wherever you are watching, watching or listening at. We appreciate all the people who rock with us and check for us on a regular basis. Come on. What are we talking about today? Um, well, before we do get into what we're talking about, we do have a guest. I don't want to just have him sitting there looking all crazy. I'm, um, young uh, Oski Wolski, man, young Oscar, man, back on the show once again. Um, we had to bring him on. This is, a, this is we've been talking back and forth about this album. Um, so it was only right to bring him on, bring his trash opinion in here, you know what I'm saying? Um, as we talk about push a tease. Latest album, it's almost dry. Um, completely produced, I believe, by Kanye West and Pharrell Williams. Um, I haven't seen the track list yet. <laughs> we recording this a little early, but um, we've all heard the album, so we're gonna go ahead and and get our take on it. Um, but before we get into it. What are we drinking, fellas? What are what are you guys? You know what? Let me go ahead and say what I'm drinking because I'm the odd man out over here. Um, I'm having since since we're talking about it's almost dry, uh luxury coke wrap. You know what I'm saying? I decided I don't have any beer with any coke in it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not having a diet coke, uh, but I'm from but um I am having uh something that's heavier since this is drug rap deep in it you know what i'm saying so i had to have something that was uh equally heavy you know what i'm saying um, this is grave digger billy from revolution brewing this is a, a scotch ale aged in bourbon barrels um i say it's heavy because this is um 14.2 percent uh abv um, I've had this before on the show. Shout out John from Revolution. Hooked us up with these. Um, I'm having it in my Argus cup today. R.I.P. Argus, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that, was a good, that was a good brewery, man. Argus. It was, man. It was. one of my first brew tours in Chicago. Yes. Was low key. And they gave you hella beer. They do. They do. Unlike Lagunitas, unless you catch them on the beer day, it's like Thursday. <laughs> when people go to work, ain't nobody. <laughs> you go the, 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 opi- the opinions of our host are solely his own <laughs> and do not reflect beers and bars in any way. I'm just saying, they do it on purpose. They know they, they had an open beer run when they give you 
beer samples on like the day you go to work. So you gotta take off work to go to work to really enjoy it. Good cheers, fellas. Yeah. So what y'all drinking on, man? Let's go to Oscar. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, you know what? Well, you know, since you uh, took my shine, you know, I'm supporting my homeboys, uh, my Turner House guys. Click, 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 click. But I'm gonna I'm go with the uh, the stout because it's also aged in whiskey barrels. Uh, this is that collaboration they had with uh, Uncle Nearest. Uh, they gave him a, a bunch of barrels, and they went up there, brewed some beer, and ate some ate some um, beer. And this, this is one of their Caribbean stouts. Uh, which one this is uh, Queen's Legacy. You know, they do the thing where they always name the beers after their um, loving loved ones. Uh, I think it's either grandmothers or uh, aunties, something like that. Proper yeah, term so there, folks. Ma- matriarchs. Go Matri- ahead, Oscar. No, there you go. <laughs> See, you're smarter than me, LT. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was thinking about shaving my head so I could get smart. I think it's, I think it's the hair. <laughs> the curls are, are blocking my... Uh, <laughs> They blacking my my smarts. What's the ABV on that? Uh, this one here is seven point six. You know what I'm saying? So you know, pretty good. Turn a house. What, and and what type of beer is that again? Queen's Legacy. What type of beer? Uh, is it? It's a Caribbean style stout. Caribbean style stout yes. or got you, got you. Word up. I'll be going next here, man. I am also drinking something from Turner House. Um, actually, me and Oscar uh, went to their event on, if you got the name of the street, I'm not a South Sider, but I went to the 47. other one. There you go. There it's, you go. Uh, Sipping Savior. Sipping Savior. But there are people. There are two of them out South. Do not go to if Do not go to the one um, um, off the Hyde Park. Yeah, that's that's not the one that they. Oh, be that's at, the one but... I thought you were talking about. That's the one I've been to. <laughs> nah, it's, it's the one by the ice cream shop. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, that's Michigan. The other yeah. one, uh, the the first, the sip and savor, the the other one in High Park is on on forty third, fifty third, fifty third, High Park. Our word. Uh, over there, Dale Prado Bill. It's not that one. It's the one. It's the it's the um the larger one. Yeah. And they also about to start their um. Uh, uh, a brewery there too next door word but go yeah, ahead they're, they're gonna be brewing out of there so yeah that's dope man um i went to the event they were releasing this joint here this is the gazelle joint uh this is a hazy ipa which is a collaboration between them and tennessee brew works uh this double ipa honors all of the legendary historically black colleges and university um HBCUs, basically, female athletes, both past and present. Um, specifically, I believe they were um, it's in regarding track, um, uh, women's track athletes and whatnot. Um, but this joint right here, man, pretty good joint, man. I won this because I answered the matriarch question right, I think. True. I think that's why I got this. No, I won it for another reason, but I could have also got the other one right, but I didn't want to be greedy because I would have been out of there with like two four packs. Should have took two four packs. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, uh, we got to get them on. This is at 8%, man. This is at 8%. So I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, sip this boy here. My dad's calling me dad. I've got to call you back a little bit later on. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, I dig this joint, man. Uh, shout out. I'm bad with names. Steve Blair. Yeah. Nate. Yeah. There we go. I did it right. There we go. (laughs) It was something else out Go ahead. What you say? Go ahead. Go ahead. What you say? I guess I should have said that name, son. 
Well, they, they about niggas are going to say, I'll see them all. But, uh, yeah. If but you know me, you know I'd, I'd be all on the hazies too, man. This is a definitely a good joint. I'm, I'm going to save the last one for when we actually have them on the show. So, hopefully, I won't drink that prior not, to that happening. You got it. Oh, no, you won those. But... Are they where can I pick those up? Because I'm the odd man out on this episode, so I need to know where can I pick those up at. You know, I hate to be the guy who wants to say, you know, we'll talk offline. <laughs> you know, we'll talk offline. <laughs> Wait, is you Oscar is Oscar an OG? Oscar's like an OG, I feel like. Oscar right, likes, you know, Oscar the plug, yeah, man. Oscar is uh yeah. Oscar is a, a a broker, obviously, for a Turner House. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm always business. artificial. I'm, I'm always artificial somewhere. So, you know, I was there with him, with, uh, you know, because Steve, he's from Nashville. So we got cool because our sons were cool. And then, uh, no, I actually met at a brew fest. The first brew fest they had in a High Park Bank building. And then, uh, like, our sons saw each other, like, oh, this is my class. And then we started talking and we just the sons and we just hang out together and drink beer all the time, talk about life. And, True. you know, he's unique because he's one of my, uh, you know, like Kamal, Kamal's the same and OT's the same, but he's one of my uh, parents, black fathers who had a child my my son's age and is just as active as I am. Um, and I shout, shout out to, you know, black men, we're doing much better. But sometimes it's a little hard pressed to get somebody who's rocking with your children, just like you rock with them. You know what I'm saying? And he's one of them. So we just go on that and, and so much more. So we always talk about music and all kind of stuff. Word up, man. Shout out to Turner House, man. Turner House. um, All right. Um, It's almost dry. Pusha T. Fourth studio album. This is number four. The fourth studio album. I don't think I realized. He's been out a long time. I thought it was one of four. He's been out a long time, ain't he? Yeah, I didn't. He's had some mixtapes, but. but um, this is yeah, this is the fourth studio album. Like one of his studio albums, I didn't. I thought it was a mixtape. Um, King Push, the Prelude, Darkest Before the Dawn. I thought that was a mixtape. <laughs> but um, all the publications, all the information is saying that it was an official album. Um, and Daytona being his third, and now it's almost dry. Is his fourth. Um, what y'all feel about how, how y'all this, feel this, about the this, album? Should we go through it track his, by track? He hit his stride, hey man. He hit his he hit his stride on this one. This, this a, one Oscar, was, go go, Oscar, all, go. Almost this this is almost twelve for twelve, track for track. He didn't brought back a whole entire sound. Like it's a little, it's, it's something. I guess you could say dark, but I would say dark in the sense of like. Christopher Nolan movies, right? Like, you know, Sam. Like, if you ever seen seen the Batman, like, we no thought, are. right? We thought Christopher Nolan's Batman was dark, but this last dude got even darker. Like, it was no daytime scenes. It's like, I love it. Noir. Like, it's really dark. But, if that's how you pronounce yeah. it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, noir. Yeah, you know, yeah. you fancy today. You you been reading? Ot been reading. I'm smart as fuck sometimes. Hey, go ahead. Let me find, let me find out your Oprah, Oprah's book club after you get off the, uh, the podcast. <laughs> One day, what we read, back? <laughs> hey, this is how OT changed uh, flipping pages. <laughs> That's a, it is. Listen, 
I was I'm reading uh, Carter G. Wilson's uh, Education of the Negro, and that's exactly how I was just on the balcony with my beer like this. And <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, do your thing. No, <laughs> God no, damn, like, EG. Like you know, it, it's it's just the track. The tracks are just they're not dark. It's like moody. It's like a nice mood to them. They kind of, and then the way he he's riding beats, like he's just flowing. Like he is, Pusha T is almost like hugging every hi hat, even bass. Like he is going in and out of these. These rhythm beat patterns with ease. Like this, this is the one, you know how like sometimes you, you'll see somebody come up or your favorite basketball player and they had that one game or string of games. You'd be like, damn, this dude is he's like Pusha T has always been phenomenal, right? He's always been phenomenal, he's always been elite. But just like on that song, uh, just so you remember. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's coming in here and, and just like gliding and rap like I, I can see him doing a video off some skate. <laughs> like that's how smooth his bars are on it. On the first one, the first track is just insane. Yeah. You know, this I I'm used to hearing him melodic and you know just slow at his own pace and give you you know hard drug bars. Yeah. Of course. But hear him like this is like oh oh you you didn't you didn't you didn't you didn't you got a new level. Um, let me let me pick. It. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick up right there because I, I think you said something important, and I'll, I'll kick it to Kamal. Uh, there's a bar on uh, "Dreaming of the Past," which is produced by Kanye, where he said, "Didn't have to reinvent the wheel, just a better design." And I think that that bar is perfect in summation of the album from the standpoint of I hear people uh, critiquing Pusher sometimes from, from because he has the same content. Um, oh, it's all the same, all the same, all the same. And although that may be true, I think what you're saying right now is that he keeps elevating and he may now right now may right now be at the zenith. I was thinking earlier about this album and how, you know, every me, you and Kamal, we got our iPhones and we in the chat and whatnot. Every every year, every other year, whenever they come out, we all get new iPhones. Right. It's the same damn product, but it's something that's being added typically that makes mm -hmm. it better. I'm a runner. I got my, my Zoom Pegasus Nikes with they own like edition 30 something. But every if you're a runner, you're probably going to cop them joints anytime they come out with a new edition. That's the same damn Nike. Same thing for Sacconi, uh Canvaros, if you're a runner. Every year they come out with like a different one, but people buy the new variation of it every time. Right. And that's what Pusher is, man. Pusher to me, he gives you the same stuff content-wise, but it's this project here is an elevation of what we already have. It's like he's a he's 44, by the way. Yeah. And he's wrapping his ass off. He's playing with different flows, different textures. Um, he's just getting better and better. So it is. To, and this is just, I guess, my rebuttal to people who saying, oh, it's the same Coke raps. What rapper really doesn't do what they do? Rappers do what they do. Nas does what he does. Drake does what he does. Jay does what he does. The thing is, can you elevate? Can you continue to get better at what you do? Can you not reinvent the wheel, but update the, the, the design? Come on. Now, let me... Now, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm going to push back on that a little bit because you got an artist like, you know, Pusha T is in one lane. He don't talk about the, the arc of life like Nas does. Nas talks about various everything. things. Everything. He talk about no everything. subject left on turn. Yeah. 
I definitely feel what you're saying. Because I like no, no, I can see, I can, I can see the hundred percent on Nas. Nas was misspoken. I should not have said his name. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> but but I'm just saying, like an artist like Nas, he do what he do. But but Nas can Nas is a is a different beast because he talks about life in general. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, I mean, and and to a certain extent, so does Hove. Hove is kind of in a more of a business legacy type of rapping now you know what i'm saying jay-z at this point is a social critic he's a cultural critic go ahead I would, ooh, ooh, ooh. he's been I that take, before before he was you know you know we go i go to that that uh dakota book like it's the bible you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, I that's funny new girl look, look, what, what would jay-z do <laughs> Jay-Z don't Jay-Z doesn't comment on anything. He doesn't use any social media platforms or whatever. But when he gets a chance to speak on somebody's feature, he's yeah. gonna give you a summation of everything that's happened in the past year and like his feelings on it. So, but go ahead, come on, go ahead. Every, every All right. Time. Let me say this, man. I was really looking forward to this album, first of all. Um, and I don't think it disappointed me. It didn't. It didn't. It's a solid album. However, I do think that there are some songs that are so strong, so strong that some of the other songs kind of flip flop for me as far as being, this is good. Eh, this is kind of like, eh, this is okay. You know what I'm saying? But there are songs, okay, okay. There are songs that I feel like are really strong. Mm -hmm. And then there are songs that, all right, this is cool. But then, there are some songs that I feel like are filler. And I only feel that way about like one or two songs out of 12. I'm not, okay, I'm not saying, all right, which one? I was gonna say, which ones? Yeah, go on, just give us this. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. You know, you know I, I, come on, you know, come on, you know, I'm not Steve Jackson. You know, you know what, you know, you know, you know, you know what, no. uh, Steve Jackson, so, I mean, Steve, uh, is this Steven Smith? Stephen A. Smith. So mad. Yeah, he did. And you know what, no, 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 no. Uh, but, I almost got excited because you said, you know, this, 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 I was like, say, this might be a Beards and Bars first, but Kamal is fully excited no. about the album. You know? No, I've been but, excited. It, I it, mean, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't happened since, uh, what's your favorite rapper? Uh, what's his name? This you know guy say, what, he gonna start it with, what's my favorite rapper? Anyway. <laughs> I have no idea. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, um, to Oscar's point, man, Brambleton is an incredible intro. Um, oh, shout out to Pharrell. Um, for me, my top five songs right now. These are these are inexplicably for me the Before best. You, no, 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 no. Let's flip. Let's get your fillers out the way first. Go ahead. So for me, um, so I can yell at you for this because if you say one of my joints, this guy's funny. No, hey man, no, I'm gonna say what I like the most, and then I'll say the no, 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 no. You be scared. Don't be scared. No, I'm not gonna. Scared. I'm gonna say what I like the most. I'm gonna start on a positive note. So Brambleton, I think, is um is an incredible song. I think is well produced. Shout out for real. I think also that um this is something that he had on his heart. I don't know who he's talking about, but um this is one of those rare occasions where he's telling a story, you know what I'm saying? 
And I like it so much because it's a bookend. He starts it with Amazon at Brambleton um, when Pooh got hit. And then his last line of the song is when I was on Brambleton where Pooh got hit. And I thought that was just dope how he told this story about how he felt about somebody he was hustling with. You know what I'm saying? And ended it the same way he began it. Um, I think that's fire for artists to do. I think that's, you know, you. this is, so I feel like it opens with an artist that is taking his artistry seriously. He's in here really working at the pin game. Um, Kanye produced, Kanye produced Dreaming of the Pat. Say that again. Before, before you leave Brambleton, another hot bar he said, and, you know, it's going to have all the hip-hop ideas and blogs on, on, on the bus tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We said, uh, is that the, is Brambleton when he talked about the Blood interview? Is yeah. That, is that the Brambleton? Yeah. He said when he gave the Blood, the, uh, Blood interview, and then he's like, uh, the bars in Brambleton, it was, it's, it's a solid intro. It, it reminds me of, because one of my one of my most solid favorite intros, which my boy put, put me on to, I didn't really pay attention to it, was is Tuscan Leather with Drake. That's I think Drake. That's I think that's one of Drake's intro. best intros to an album. It's it's like a it's like wow, you know. Only thing he was missing on this was a beat chain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, you know that Vlad the Vlad bar and then the other bar where he was like, "Who'd have known that when I saw you uh, on an interview that'd be the last time I I, I talked to you or something like that." Yeah, because this boy gave an interview on the news. Or yeah, it was it was just I, I'm murdering it because it's like butter, but that that I, I think I think that's probably one of the most exciting parts about his album. But what's what kind of makes his album super cohesive? Like it's the return of like a full body of work because the intro is important, but sometimes you don't even realize how how dope an intro is. Yeah, but uh, is a solid one. and let me let me add just a little bit of context there. Uh, Brambleton is a street in Virginia, and it also yeah. is like a community from the same point of like how, um, yeah. um, like uh, South Shore, you know, mm-hmm. is not a town, but South Shore is a community within, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have all, all the other places. But go ahead, come on, Humble Park is yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Right. So you know what? I'm gonna just go through. How about I just go? No, no. I'm gonna say what I like. I'm gonna say what I like first. Dreaming of the past is hard to me. Shout out to Kanye, man, on the production. I even like Kanye's like eight bars at the end of the joint. Um, I think this is a beautiful beat. I think I like how it's stripped down. It's, it's no drums. It's just the sample chops. Um, and um, you got some bars in there. He's got some. Is it is it added drums? On like four bars of every fourth bar, there's a kick and a snare that comes in, which is so nuanced to me. If you listen, All right. but not Matt. Now what? That's that, great. What if it's in the sample though? Because it if they did, they like it. Almost sound like is is just sampled chops it, 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 um, but you could be right you could be right i don't know or you could be or it could be a part of the sample where that part of the sample um the drums are enhanced at that part of the sample yeah. go ahead though yeah, yeah but um yeah so um he got a line in there uh saying hey you know the one you know we've talked about window stickers or window liquors you know the type 
that want to get in all the pictures. I was trying to get the dope through in your sister. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, this guy's going insane. Like, this guy is, this guy's going insane. But um, Brambleton, Dreams of the Past. I like neck and wrist when I heard it. And then hearing it inside of the album, I like it even more. I now I gotta say this, to be honest. See, people think that's marijuana you're doing. People think you're feeling the blood up. It's no, cilantro like, on you, people. Cilantro. It's cilantro. It's cilantro. Okay. But I gotta, but I gotta be honest. But I gotta be honest. When I heard it the first time, and even now, even though I like the song so much, I could do without Jay Z's verse, man. You could give me two. You could give me two push verses. Pusha's verse is better than Jay's to me. Jay's verse is, um, I'm going to say nostalgic because he mentions, because he mentions um, the commission. And I thought that was cool. I thought it went over my head because somebody had to tell me about the phase I'm on love. You know what I'm saying? Um, He's talking about some other Khalifa brothers and um, Eza Felon. I guess he might be talking about Emery. Um, there's some things in there that, you know, for me, Push was a ninja in a sense where he's coming through with very concise, straightaway bars that you understand. And Jay's versus dripping in, you got to know what he's talking about to understand what he's talking about so for me and this is just for me you know what i'm saying i wasn't a fan of his verse i wasn't a fan of his verse um i really like the song because of the beat because of because of uh uh what Pharrell added to it um and pushes verse i like uh, he got some bars in there too that I can't mention right now because I ain't writing none of it down. But I'm not a big fan of Jay's verse on this joint. Moving the on, the thing about Jay's verse I like was, was the, the, the inflection, but you know, and that's what I uh, but see, he was trying to, he was trying to, he was, he was giving, uh, he was complimenting Pusher, he was complimenting yeah, Push, yeah, 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 I said like him, but you know, I. I you know, that's not too many Jay Z verses that I, that I would say I don't like. And, you know, I'm not going to start now. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to actually go off of, I like the inflection comment because um, Brambleton, Neck and Wrist, and the next song I'm going to talk about is Call My Bluff, which I really like. And the inflection thing, I think, is what he did on Neck and Wrist on Brambleton, and on Call My Bluff. And I think that those three songs in particular show the, uh, it sounds very much so Hell Had No Fury-like to me. You know what I'm saying? It sounds very, I'm so mad at you right now. You took my point. Go ahead. It, it sounds very much, uh, you know, when Pharrell was working with, it sounds very Clips, Hell Had No Fury. And what you were saying, Oscar, is that it's all dark sounding. Those are those dark songs. Those are those drenched in drug rap songs. You know what I'm saying? 
Can I pause you for one minute and then yeah. I promise you I, you can go back. This album is his Hell Had No Fury to me from the standpoint of this. Hell Had No Fury may possibly be just as good as Lord Willem because Lord Willem to me is more big and boisterous from the standpoint of the singles and the sounds than Hell Had No Fury is very dialed back. Think about the production on this on this joint here. On some of these songs, it's not a lot happening with the production, but it sounds crisp and clean. It's not a lot to Brambleton. Brambleton ain't, ain't a crazy, crazy beat. Right. What I'm saying is that Hell Have No Fury is the same way in the, in the fashion that the production is very dialed back. Just so you remember, it ain't even no drums, G. It's no drums on that joint. Call it my bluff. It's one low bass part to come in, boom, like every fourth bar. Yeah. Everything on this on this album is so dialed back and so dark. And I love saying ominous, Oscar. That's another smart word if you yeah, want to. Yeah. Very ominous sounding. Hey, keep, keep keep reading, my brother. Keep reading. Keep reading. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> but no, I I I, I, was, I promise I was going to say this album to me reminds me of Hell Half No Fury in the fact that it's superb, but dial back and scale back from a production standpoint. Come on, go ahead. Um, the whole da -da 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 -da, call it, they own. You know what I'm saying? The old the whole inflection on call my bluff is fire to me. Let me just now this song has a lot of quotables. I first of all the whole album has quotables that I wanted to write down, but it was so many. But this one, you should listen to them on the platforms they own. They villains, they killings, no ceilings. I yawn. Is he talking to? Is he throwing a shot at Wayne? Is he throwing a shot at Wayne? I mean, that's he what, could that, be. That's my speculation. You should listen to them on the platforms. They yawn. They villains, they killings, no ceilings. I yawn. Now, is he talking about? Maybe he's talking about maybe they have no ceiling to the craziness that these other rappers talk about but as a if i listen i listen to a lot of rap and rappers be throwing shots listen and he listen. said strict he said directly the killings the villains no ceilings i yawn it could 100 be that because i don't know how no ceiling can no ceilings could be taken in any other context because if someone has no ceiling that means they have no limit which is a big up so i don't know how bigging up someone and at the same time dissing them so it could be a wayne bar but if so I we don't need that a, right now i think it's a i think it's a shot at wayne you know what i'm saying let it let it go uh drake is also reportedly throwing shots at push let it go nobody people people yeah. just yeah. listen come yeah. on you go and then I'm, I'm gonna give a little piece and i'll be, <laughs> I'll be done i'll be done i'll be done i promise um besides call my bluff i've always really liked um hear me clearly i really like that song and even though um but at the same time so those are my top five brambleton dreaming of the past neck and wrist call my bluff hear me clearly are my top five on the whole album okay now i have an issue personally with rappers that release so many songs you know, like I didn't like it when Chains did it. I didn't like it when J. Cole did it for uh 
on his first album, man. We heard three of these songs. Huh? Oh, you talking about about songs leading up to to the release? Yes. We heard three of these songs already. You know what I'm saying? And it's a short album. It's like a 30-minute album. You know what I'm saying? And so we already heard Diet Coke, which is still a good song. We heard Hear Me Clearly, which is still a good song. And we heard Neck and Wrist, which is a good song. But, you know, when when in listening to the album the first time, I'm going to skip these because I'm trying to hear the album. I want to hear the other song. Now I'm listening to it in whole, and I do like Neck and Wrist. And I do like Hear Me Clearly, even more so. Like, the bars he's giving on Hear Me Clearly, if it's any indication of what the rest of the album is going to sound like before we heard the rest of the album, these are really strong bars. He's really... Hear Me me Clearly is from the other dude's album, though. It is, but this is... I believe that it was for his album, because he was already working on an album, and he gave it to Nigo. You know what I'm saying? He gave it to Nigo. So it's still a, you know what I'm saying? It's still, it's still a good song. It's still a good song. Um, I'm waiting for you to get to these fillers, dude. You know. So for me, <laughs> so for I need me, the dirty part. Come on. So listen, look, so, so listen, here we, listen. Go. here we go. Go ahead. This is funny. This is so funny. Somebody hit me like, man, I was. He's like, man, I'm watching y'all show. It's so, it's I love you guys show. And he was like, what he said, it was Kamal. He was like, he said he didn't like the album. But he named seven songs that he liked, and it's an album on that. <laughs> classic, classic, come on, man. classic. Come hey, on. It was <laughs> hey, man, y'all funny, y'all funny. No, it but was look. just funny. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But look, or, or, or this I go. Look, and they, and they call him in. Right, right, right. So, okay, so you know what? All right, then fine, fine. You know what? I be pandering, I be pandering to y'all because y'all like certain albums, man. I don't want to stop. You go. I want to be the only odd man out sometimes, man. That's the truth. Right, just go ahead. Just... Okay, okay, okay. Speak, but speak if I'm gonna keep it real, look, man. If I'm gonna keep it real, had he had more songs like Brambleton, um, Neck and Wrist, Call My Bluff, and these songs sound similar. They have similar sonics. They have similar sounds. You know what I'm saying? Even with Dreaming of the Past. Even with um, Just So You Remember. Uh, Just So You Remember is one of those that I like. But wait, 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 wait. Have you started saying the songs in the filler yet? Are you still taking No, these are my filler songs. Point? These are two songs okay, that I'm... Well, give, so, okay, give me, give, go ahead, go ahead. Here we go. Okay, I'm listening so it opens, it opens with Brambleton. And then uh-huh. the second song is the, like the LTCS, TCS, Oh, that beat is, that beat's crazy. I'm like, I could do without this song, G. Oh. I could do without this joint. Because you, like, like, you like a certain uh, you like a certain Pharrell sound. You like a big heavy Pharrell sound. And you like when Pusha just goes. Uh, uh, that song for me is like, dang, G, you opened up crazy. You should have had it go straight so- to Dreaming of the Past. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then for me, <laughs> this guy... This guy, man. And then <laughs> I'm not a fan of open air. I think it's a filler. I think it's a straight up filler. Oh, um, do that one. It don't really is I could I could skip that joint. 
Now the last joint, the um, like when we got it, it said labyrinth, but I think it's labyrinth is is featured on the song. I think it's called uh, "I Pray for You." No, it's uh, is labyrinth featured? Is labyrinth singing on it? I think it's okay. yeah, featuring labyrinth. The one, the one with malice. Yeah, when malice comes in, what did I miss? Come on, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. I mess with I hey. I mess with that song. I mess, I rock with that hey. song. Um. I'm, I love a malice feature. Let me go back real quick. Song. Let me not. Nah, I he see, man. Y'all got me. Y'all got me talking long, man. I, let me go back real quick and say that um, I'm dreaming of the past. I do like uh, Kanye's. Um, I would have bought the fresh house, fresh Prince house, oh, but I ain't like, the, like the kitchen. Kitchen, kitchen layout. Um, I like the the. the I like Pusha's verse. Um, Pusha's line. This chick is annoying me because she keep keep calling Lan Von Lanvin. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I really like Kanye's "Born so that, in a Manger, Son of a Stranger." I think that's well, hold a on, bar. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know that 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 Lanvin uh, bar was so rich for my blood. I didn't know. I had to Google. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "What's that? that ain't Polo?" <laughs> I said, "What's that? Some new stuff?" You must be talking about Lacoste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's you tripping. You tripping. That's so my well, I know I what he was like, talking. I know what he was saying. You know what I'm saying? I had no, he, I like, he oh. was, but he was spinning. He was he was he, was, he was on his expensive. He was on his expensive luxury coke rap. You know what I'm saying? Uh, talking to the chicks, clip him, clip the dude if he ever flinch at the price of Bottega. You know what I'm saying? That's hey man, he over here stunting. I love it. But yeah, man, Kanye is born in a manger, son of a stranger. I thought that was a bar. All right. Um, so let me just go. Let's keep going. Come on. Because you are, you are really, you know, really selling this. Hey, first of all, you already you have four you came songs. The, no, you came into this conversation ready, like, oh, God, here you go. Come on. Here you go. He's about to talk about. But, 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 look, you, but you, are you going to drop the ball like I thought you was? You look, ain't mentioned. What about what about rock and roll? You ain't mentioned that. Rock and roll, I really I I go back. That's one of those that I flip flop back on. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a good song, but there are moments where I feel like, you know, do I like Cuddy's, I like Cuddy's additions to the song. Um at one point when I heard it, I did feel like, man, I don't know if Kanye is really bringing a whole well, Kanye, lot to this well, song. Well, well, you know, you know, nah, you know what Kanye did? He, Kanye gave us that. Uh, every now and then, Kanye gave us a song that, that he he wants to be more emotional, and he gave us that raspy, vulnerable voice. <laughs> where he kind of like half singing, and it's, yeah, yeah, like it's not like he got a little strain to his voice to make it a little more emotional. He definitely did that on this. But what about, you know, the flipping the Beyonce one plus one sample? That was, that was hard. You do Is that what that was? Yeah, one plus one equals two. Yeah, it, it one. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the chop. Oh, I missed that. Right. I missed that. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed that. And then you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Kid Cudi, that tweet that he did the other day, which I thought was some, you know, unfortunate shit. I don't want to say the real word. I want to say, but like, niggas gotta stop emotionally tweeting. You know, and I think that should be a crime in hip hop. Like the emotional hip hop tweeting, bro. It's not hip hop. Okay. 
No, and, I, I, and I'm hoping. I'm I hoping. think it, I hope it. I, I, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I hope it's true, bro. I hope it's true. I hope to God this 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 track on this album, Rock and Roll, is the reason why I hope to God in a year or two that they work this out and we get some more music because Kid Cudi. This ain't the song. This ain't the song where I feel like yo, they need to get back together. This song is. Oh, okay. they snapped. Them. I thought they. I thought they slapped on it. I thought it was better than uh, the one you like. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why I give Kid Cudi some grace, right? If you don't see that tweet, you're asking yourself, when was, okay, so are they cool now? So he's just getting ahead of all the questions, right? Because if, if, if we know that they don't rock with each other right now and then Pusha's album comes out and they got a song together and everybody's like, yo, I thought they wasn't rocking with each other. Yeah, but so, those, but, the, but those are those, those are the fly by night. Hype beast who gonna ask that question. We always we all know no. that an album, if you're gonna do an album, albums are done taking over what 12 to 18 months. Possibly. That's all that's only NBA Young Boy and Griselda and them that's doing albums in two, three weeks. Okay. He, it would have still been a conversation. So I, I I'm not mad at him for getting ahead of like, you know, like but, people but, but it oh let's be let's be honest. that's not how many times do you fall out with your, your boy and, and come back and make more music? Like, you yeah, know. but Kanye be wilding though, man. Bruh. Kanye had, had oh, 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 come on! Kanye. You said Kanye be wilding. <laughs> Why is that surprising? I've been saying Kanye be wilding. Be, I've been saying be waving that, that Kanye flag. G, I, 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 G, I rock with Kanye, but Kanye be wilding. I can say that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, I rock with you, but you be wilding sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One hundred percent. One hundred. But that's how well, it be, man. Like, like that's how it be, but man. You can, but you can tweet on the show or on, on whatever and say whatever you feel about me in the moment. But you know, I'm still coming to the crib to drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, but see, I would, but, but see, that's, that's the thing. I, I would never, so I'm never going to go to somebody else and say, man, Oscar trash. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to, I'm not going to, but see, that's, but, but if I do, but if I do that, but if I do that, then that mean that, I must not really rock with that person, G. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I cannot and, and I can see Kid Cuddy not messing with Kanye no more. Yeah, yeah. He, he was wild on a couple months. months ago. He was wild he was. a couple months he, ago, he, man. But, but he been wild some years ago. He's been wild for about five, six years. Yes, years. but he's it, been, it, but he's consistent but, in his wilding right now. He's very consistent in his wilding. We're not gonna yes. kill this show with Kanye talk. Guys, yeah, we're not gonna okay, do it. All right. We're not okay. doing it. All right, so let's go. You know, the even um this is my well, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is my last statement, and then I'll be done. This is my last statement. Mm -hmm. For me, this is one of Push's uh best lyrical albums. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to rank his albums, you know what I'm saying? Because I still like my name is my name. I think that's one of that's my go-to when I when I talk about Pusha T. You know what I'm saying? I love my name is my name. It has so many mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. elements to it. Um, you know, as much as um, it's like for me right now is my name is my name. I'm gonna say right now Daytona is right under that, but like Daytona and this joint are kind of like right right there because there's some joints on Daytona that I'm like ah, and it's so short. You know what I'm saying? It's so short, but um. For me right now, I've always said that Yeezus is Kanye's 
best lyrical album. Just on a lyrical standpoint, the man is lyrically at the top of his game. He's lyrically rapping on this joint. For me, this is Pusha T's Yeezus, man. And people will say like, oh, that mean it's whack? Are you saying it's whack? No, G, no. For me, Kanye was at his lyrical lyrical peak on Yeezus. Uh, I Am A God. Um, uh, what The New Slaves joint. New Slaves is incredibly lyrical to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Blood on the Leaves, he going crazy. Bound. For me, he going crazy on Brambleton. He going crazy on uh, Dreams, Dreaming of the Past. He going crazy on Just So You Remember. You know what I'm saying? Call My Bluff. He is precise with his with his his words. His he's killing the bars on this album. And for me. This is his Yeezus, G. He's at the top of his... He really went in. I mean, and if you saw the Charlemagne interview, and that's... Uh, and I only saw, like, 40 minutes of it. You know what I'm saying? I got, like, another 20 minutes to go. But... Um, he quotes big at least three times. <laughs> he Jay he mentioned... Well. He mentioned... Say what? I said Jay, on this album he was quoting Jay a lot too, but but yeah. I'm saying in the interview he mentioned okay. bars that Big gave like three times. You know what I'm saying? And so he's over here. He's a he's a student of the game, and he's in that ilk of rappers that's trying to level up the lyricism. You know what I'm saying? He still he still looks at that. You know what I'm saying? And because of that. He was he he went in and and his pin game is incredible on this album. He was really trying to give you some bars. Now I like to join with Uzi, you know what I'm saying? But there are a lot of songs like that that almost feel like they don't fit on the album. You know what I'm saying? I fit very well. I thought I disagree. I I, I, thought, I felt I thought, like amongst I thought, I, 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 I bro, thought, right after like, that is called my bluff, which is I confusing. For for an Uzi feature, not like Uzi, not like for, Uzi. For my, though. My, for my, nah, nah, I'm an old, I'm an old head. I'm 40, you know, so I grew up in 90s hip hop. You know what I mean? I like that rapping style of Uzi. I, I like the Uzi that he rapped. The, the style that he brought to this song was Uzi that I can rock with for maybe a, a whole album because that's not the Uzi that we see. That's that was that was not that was a stripped down. That was he. That was he didn't give us rock star festival. Diving in crowd, Uzi, you know what I'm saying? Shirt off, you know what I'm saying? He gave us some, oh, I, oh, oh, I get a call from Push to almost be one of his few features outside of true, true. Uh, Yeezy to rap with bars. He came he came with the rap that they accused him of changing before he became this rock and roll superstar Uzi. And I, and I really appreciate that. I, I, I thought that was somebody else. I didn't know. I was like, oh, that's Uzi. And it was... I thought it fit pretty well. I I, I think the cohesiveness of the whole album. No, I like I like the song. I like the song, but I felt like it was um like you know when I when I think of Hell Hath No Fury, it all sound. I mean, obviously it's all Neptunes, but it all it had a sound. It had a sound, and it's cohesive in that way. 
there were songs on this album that I felt like took away from the cohesive sound of the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? I disagree. Because even even when I was hitting y'all earlier, the, the just so you remember, it sound like a, a Tarantino movie. You know what I'm saying? And I was joking with y'all. I said it's Tarantino music. You know what I'm saying? I felt like the the vibe on that almost yeah. reminded me of some. I don't think it's Tarantino, but it's like I think it's somebody else. But it's some Dust to Dawn or some one of the other dark, Robert Rodriguez you know, Tarantino. Yeah. yeah, that was Rodriguez. Yeah, <laughs> but some other movie that's like. Just the sound of it, because it's like you know, full sound. The you got a lot of violins. It's or, intense. You know, that that or, song in particular know, is very intense. It's but, very... But, but what he's doing, he's he's pulling some old head, old head move, and letting motherfuckers know that like y'all think y'all coming for the crown, but this is who I am, and this is what I've done. This is what I continue to do. On some real super old head shit, letting motherfuckers know that like yo, you know, he's had had a bar about. Uh, top 10. Oh, he had a bar in there like um, I mean your top 10, the only way you can rob me is a war show. Something, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, war yeah. show, the only way you can rob me. Like that double entendre for a, a, a nigga who's been claiming the streets. <laughs> no. Since, but what since, since he came out was, I thought it was great. You know? Yeah. He's definitely uh, my, I guess uh, just a little bit to add on. He's definitely, I would say from the standpoint of a luxurious drug rap, he is the possibly the godfather. You know, he is the godfather of that. I know there are others that people are going to say, oh, well, Jay rapped about drugs. But yeah, but Jay, in the same fashion of Nas, they take on more other topics. What Push does is it, he's painting like um, it's like watching Scarface or Godfather. You know what I'm saying? Lamborghinis and motherfucking uh, uh, Ferraris in a front yard, 20 chicks in a pool. Like, like it's like he painting these kind of pictures for you of, of that illustrious drug rap. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a cautionary tale. Like, Benny does it in this way, but it's more so like, don't do this. Like, Push is not really like a cautionary tale for me. Like, even the trappers of like, G, uh, GZ and TI, you know, you could do your thing, just don't get caught. Like, nah, push, like, nah, this our life, this not your life, you fake. Like, it's very braggadocio in your face. It's not a cautionary tale. It's almost like I'm a rapper, but at the same time, I got a lot of coke right now. Like, right now. It's not, not like, like right, my past. No, not like so, right um, and I do think that albums like this, what I, and I'll end here. We are no longer in the age, and I, I think it's dope, of the, you got to make music for this or that. There is no, okay, I got to have a club song. I got to have a girl song. I got to have a banger. I got to have this. Like, Push be really creating vibes. You know what I'm saying? He I, And I think he don't get enough respect for that. And the reason why I say that is because he has albums like this one and his other three that have different producers, but all of them sonically represent something, which lets you know that the MC themselves can pick beats or production that all is in some sense aligned to give you something sonically. And I think that's fire. I think that that's a, a mark of an artist. You know, what are you doing sonically for your albums? I was talking earlier about the cilantro and onions, right? Neck and wrist. Everybody was shitting on neck and wrist. It's just okay. It's blah, blah, blah. 
No. But where it's placed on this album, though, where it fits mm-hmm. the album, psh, perfect placement. It, it, singles don't matter anymore. It don't got to be uh, in the club. It don't got to be no diss to 50. It, no, that don't matter no more. Like, where does your songs fit? You know, are you creating something that makes sense sonically, lyrically, all together? Yeah, I uh, I I liken neck and wrist to swimming pools. When I first heard Egg swimming pools, Zach, I didn't I didn't really I thought it was an okay song, but in the scope of the album, oh, this is perfect. I want to hit the goddamn right. This, this is perfect. Mean, like swimming pools, Kendrick swimming pools. Yes, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay, but hearing it in the context of the whole album, this is genius. <laughs> yeah, you you got your ass whooped, Sharice. Sharice got you jumped, G. What you gonna do right. besides get drunk afterwards? Like that ain't known when it's just a single, but when you hit an album, old, he getting he he's drinking to numb the pain. You know what I'm saying? Like that's perfect. That's fire. So and, and yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I like, I like, I like the album. Is there a butt coming? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I like the Where's album. The I do like it. I like it, but I don't. I, I, I wanted. I expected. A different sound. I think I expected a different sound. Um, there are the set. There are sounds on here that I like. What? what there are really strong about? sounds on here. Did you play this in the car yet? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You play your headphones with your headphones on. Yeah. No, but I but I oh, got this- decent but I got decent speakers in here, and I. And like all while we was talking last night, you know what I'm saying? I don't listen to this joint on 420. Like I'm listening to this joint and I'm hitting like, man, y'all talk, man, OT text something about Brambleton and I'm on, I'm on like uh, one of the later songs that Brambleton hard. I put it back on, you know what I'm saying? So now I'm going back through and listening to the song that I know I like for sure. But there's some songs on here that break up the uh, like that's the thing. Clips albums are always cohesive. Clips albums have been cohesive since the beginning. I must not be a true Pusha fan. I think it's one of his most cohesive albums. Yeah, I think it's very cohesive. I don't know. Daytona, Daytona, Daytona is cohesive and. uh, I really is, like my name is my name is my name the, the, because the it's so it's 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 so many different flavors. But for me, that makes more sense than my name is my name makes a little bit more sense than this album for me. But I like this album. I like it, but I don't think it's his best. I don't think it's his best work. But li- but and that's just from. A production standpoint, writing wise, oh, he's up there. He's up there. I, I but production wise, it's not. 
I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't think that I don't think this is most cohesive project. I, I was gonna come in here and say that this might be, you know, in this this is gonna list itself in the top fifteen to top ten of the other year. If if this 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 is man said opener. this man started with top fifteen, so that means that he not even. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, no, what are like, we talking about, no, man? Because no, I, I don't I don't want to be the asshole to be like, yo, this top five of the year. It's fucking it's fucking April, bro. Like it's gonna be some. By the time we you do the, the top thing, we I mean hopefully we are gonna remember this because it's gonna still got re- replay value. But a lot of times by the time it gets to December, you're like, well, what else came out? What came out first this quarter? People it's, it's, gonna, it's hard, people, hard to remember. People are gonna have this on this list, are gonna have this on their list. But hey man, get your time in now. Now I'm gonna keep it real. I'm a fan of Kendrick. I think Kendrick is gonna kill. I'm a fan of future. I don't think future is gonna give us that 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 work like he has before. So pusher might have an advantage over future, but I mean, we're going to see, man. It's a long year, man. We're going to see. If this but, is the um, opening for, for the summertime, we got, a, we got a good summer of music coming. If this, if this oh, yeah. is Rap- Oh, he got – look, he's going to do numbers off of this project because he's got some super bangers on here, G. He's got ultra mm-hmm. bangers on here. Ultra bangers. What, what, so, gets released, what, what, what gets released first? Rock and roll or dreams of the past? What's it called? Dreams of the past? Dreams of the past? Which which Kanye song makes it to single? It don't matter no more. That's that's the. It don't matter. That's the thing. This album has no. This album has no big energies. This album has none of that. There, there. I, I, I imagine he's gonna release something, but it, it don't matter. Neither of those are singles in this time. Yeah. What is somebody gonna do on TikTok off any of this? Mm. Mm. Uh, you might try to make you try to. You saying TikTok is driving off is, is driving off single choices? Fact. I am saying that's a fact. That, that that world exists, and then there's this world where a, somebody like Pusher is giving you a cohesive body of work as what we can expect from Kendrick in a couple weeks. Kendrick probably won't have. What what is humble about? What is that? Like what what is what is what is that joint? You know what I'm saying? It's like it, it sounds poppy, but I don't know what Kendrick's talking about on that joint. But in the scheme of the album, it sounds pretty good. Like what I'm saying is that he can put put out a single from this album, but it don't matter what he picked because nothing on this joint fits with today's singles because that shit is dying to me. That whole fucking thing is dying. Single no. Di- no diss to Lotto. I rock with you. Peace to you. I think she did like 13,000 her first week, G. You really treating her right now. 13,000. No, no. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. 13,000 is pretty good for, for, for these new artists. No, it's not. Is it? 13,000? Fam. I think, I think, I think, you know what I'm saying? 13,000 is nothing, G. Fam. These singles do a slow burn. Especially if you, if you, that's what, and I think that's, I think that's the issue with TikTok, right? Because Damn. people have to kind of find it and you have to get the creativity. And so it's going to be like August. It's one of her songs that's on this album. It's going to catch a, catch a trend. And next thing you know, it, it goes back up. Fam, she had big energy. That song, that song was crazy. She had a song with Lil Wayne and Childish Gambino. This couldn't have been what they wanted. They, that needs if to you be have a- that. Oh, I heard that. That's got to be amazing. No, that song is, is my favorite song right now. 
I'm I'm, if you're, I haven't played that yet. That's if you're putting, value. if you're doing that, you're reaching for the stars. So 13 grand overall, whatever it was, but, I may be off some, is not what you're looking for in your first week. If you I, have, I, go I, ahead. I, 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 I think more of what I'm saying is today's music listeners are not purchasers like that. They're, they're streamers. They're TikTokers. Like, they're not going to go purchase like that. Yeah. I bet bet Dirk did 100 in his first week. I don't think Dirk did 100. But, you know, I think Dirk did 100 based on his his size and his replay of his streams. Yes. But what what they had, what I'm saying, they had Dirk on the album. They had 21 on the album. They had Lil Lil Wayne on the album. They had, who get a Childish Gambino feature? Hey, hey man, that's that's an amazing feature because he, he does not miss all the features. They had everybody on the album because they wanted it to do numbers. Yeah, it was a big and, I, and I don't know why why it didn't. I have no idea why it didn't. I heard, her, she's like 21. She's like 20, she, she's a baby, right? She's like super young. Her demographic, they don't buy music like we did. But they right. they stream though, they still stream, I, I believe. And so stream, and, you didn't, and your numbers. Streaming numbers are like they hardly make CDs anymore. They hardly release so like, CDs. For her to really stream right, she would have had to kick whoever. Same people who rock with her, her demographic is also bumping NBA YoungBoy and also bumping Lil Durk. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention Jack Harlow, and all the other people. You know what I mean? Like I think I think her demo because she's so new, she ain't she ain't really bubble yet. But I think that you're gonna see a slow burn. And a, and a bump on one some single that you ain't had no idea, some trend or dance gonna, it's gonna set off and then you'll see it go back up. I just think that's that's the trend with these newer artists. Coyle Ray did the same thing, you know what I mean? Um, no, I think that's the I think that's also though uh, OT's point though that TikTok numbers and you know this streaming era. Is what caused her numbers to not even jump like that in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Her, or she it should have she... it should have drove it at least. It should have at least drove her numbers. But her numbers, and again, I don't know how we even got here. But I'm just saying, like, that's just something I've been thinking about lately. Like, damn, how does Shorty do that? Think, those I think, numbers. <laughs> I think at some point. I think at some point, like our no, numbers. Unfortunately, it's going to be a. I think it's a dying dying measurement, especially with this new generation. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think they're doing they're like tracking that. your numbers though. Billboard is going to track your numbers. They are tracking. They're, they're tracking lots of, but that's why that's why they had to make the caveat for what Chance is doing. And when everybody was starting going to stream, they had to add the streaming thing because people are just not buying. Like the generation, two generations under us, which is their generation, or their 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 demo. Because you remember us, like shit. When Black um, Black Rob came out, I was going to buy that album based on two based on Wolf. Yeah. Uh, you know, we was going to buy uh, Bob Deep, Quiet Storm was out. You know, what I'm saying like they, they, we didn't we didn't need that many singles to go buy that out. She she you did twenty one thousand nine hundred in her first week. That's low. That's low. That's low. That's low. If we if we do it by traditional standards. I think that that is today's mark for the new. But the but new that country. also includes streaming, though. Did she release a? Did she even like? How many artists are releasing physical CDs? 
But that, it, it includes strings, is what I'm saying. It, right. it, it, it includes. That's what I'm saying. She 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 did slightly better than Benny the Butcher, who's a cult following type artist with no big energies, no Lil Wayne and 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 Gambino right. and all these other big artists. You you get a Dirk on your album to pull from him. You get a 21 on your album to pull from these people. Yeah. Unless she really tight with them, but you get them on well, your album to be able to. But that's they they didn't they didn't leave with the Dirk single, right? They lay with yeah, big but, energy, which is a smash. But right. even Drake is even Drake is leading with the third single. I mean, it's, it's like that's a fact, right? Not kind of like, like, like that. He led with that single way yeah. before he dropped the album. He he and, he. But could it be? But did he even? But did he? Drake don't need to do that though. Drake. What's it? Drake had had Dirk on a, a, on Drake a single, a, Drake, but that song not even on the album. But even now, it still went back up on that whole toy that the train that they doing with the everybody doing that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's like that's just now catching on, and that's almost a year later. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a slow burn when it comes to these catching with the making the go full circle. And we all know Drake is the single master. Okay, that man. That's and he, that's what I'm saying though. Drake don't need don't need Dirk on a single in order to pop. You know what I'm saying? Drake could put out a uh, single. And he could well, pop, G. This is what we start playing because you know he went and got Drake Dirk on purpose. Drake 100% gets hot artists to and pop. then and then keeps his wave going. Based I, on I, that don't wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm just saying mm -hmm. he didn't need to get Dirk in order to do numbers to to, to keep to keep the Drake flat line. He needs Dirk. Stop it. That's what, that's, Stop it. That's how he stays relevant. Okay. All right. Okay. That is how I he mean, stays he's relevant. But 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 you know, because Drake Drake has his moniker like, oh, Drake blows new artists. Does he blow new artists or does he also uh hop on their on their tail? No, bit? he hop you know on their tail, and we know that already. We know that. We know that. He does that. He does that. That's what Drake, that's Drake's MO. That's what he does. Mm -hmm. That's what he does. You know what I'm saying? Even with this Jack Harlow joint that's about to drop, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, where he's supposedly throwing shots at Pusha T. You know what I'm saying? Right. So so Jack, so just think about it. So Jack Harlow goes from uh, a collab with Lil Nas X to collab with Drake. Like I got no, a hot take know. regarding Jack Harlow, but go ahead. I got a very hot take regarding what's your hot take, man? Go ahead. People are mad at Jack, Jack Harlow because his song was number one on the Billboard Hot 100. They mad at him? Yes. There was a post on Hip Hop DX about Punch from Top Dog was mm. talking about how black artists have to try much harder than white artists because of systematic racism, so on and so forth. And they were liking it to the and Grammys when Macklemore won. No. Uh, all right. That's... And I think that's um, true. That I, I, is. I, I, I think that's kind of true. All right. Mm -hmm. let, let's go there. Okay. Here's the problem. When did we start caring about the what was number one on the Billboard Top 100 in relation to hip hop? I agree. Well, 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 well. In, in hip hop, we don't care as a hip hop because you want great music. But yeah. when it comes to finances and exposure, 
you need to go number one on, on the top 100. So what he's saying, again, it's tried and true. When you got a, uh, when you got a rapper with mid-ability to able to, to rap and, and flow, he shoots up amongst people who, who he's nowhere near comparable to. You know what so I'm saying? Do you think, do you think, so what are you saying as far as the Macklemore and Kendrick situation? Yeah. Macklemore should have won. Do you think that no. Kendrick should have won? Well, we all know Kendrick should have won, but. Yes. It, it goes- and that, and that to me says that the Grammy uh, board is out of touch. They're not aware of what's going on in rap. They're not aware of what's going on in hip hop. And that's my thing with the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? These are a board of people that are saying what's good. And and the people that are nominated and given awards are able to financially charge more. And we want our artists to win because they deserve uh, that recognition and they deserve to get uh, the accolades and all of that thing for our favorite artists. But Macklemore definitely shouldn't have won, and he's not even making no moves right now. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, 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 based on, well, because of that, when I- that happened and, and that backlash, all what they did was invite way more Black musicians and, 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 and people to have say-so in, in, in the Grammys at this point. And can what I, I'm I say- saying, and what I'm saying, I, I know I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you get your point off. Ot, <laughs> I'm but, gonna let you. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, why are we even? My thing is, we shouldn't even be looking to Grammys. Now I do, I do, because I'm. It's not about the Grammys, though. It's not about the Grammys. We're talking about the Billboard Hot 100. Would anybody out there in the hey. world like to hear? No, it's not. What's number two? What's number two on the Billboard Hot 100? You ready? Mm-hmm. Harry Styles, as it was number three. Glass Animals, Heat Waves. Who check it? Does anybody know who Glass Animals is? I don't know who that is. Dude. All right, cool. Number four, Big Lotto, Big uh, Lotto, Big Energy. Wow. Number five, Enemy, wow. Imagine Dragons, featuring JID. Number six, Imagine Dragons. The Kid Leray and Justin Bieber. What does it sound like the Billboard Top 100 is for? White folk. Why are we then caring what the fuck is going on with the Billboard Top 100 in relation to what happened at the Grammys in 2014 regarding hip-hop? Is there another artist that we feel, from the standpoint of hip-hop, should be number one on this list? Of course. Uh, people uh, care about the wrong stuff. People like uh, to make uh, arguments and people like to have opinions. Well, well I, th- I, think, I, think, I think it goes in line with hip-hop, with hip-hop values, right? Every hip-hop artist wants to be number one, wants to be the GOAT. And so in our not, shit. This ain't yeah, us. Well, no, nah, in everything. Right. They, want, they want it in everything. It's not just our shit. They, they want all across the board. They want to be known as the most popular. They want Snoop Dogg grow. The most popular, the most effective rapper. That's why everybody's like, oh, I'm the best. I'm the best. It's, it's seven, seven people fighting for King of New York. What I'm right saying now, is that right? what happened with Macklemore and, and, and Kendrick is definitely an argument that can be made, right? Because that's hip-hop. Let this shit, this Billboard Hot 100 Jack Harlow shit go, is what I'm saying to everybody out yeah. there yeah. who is participating in this argument about 
oh my God, how did Jack Harlow get the number one on the Billboard? You really care? When was the last time we cared about the Billboard Hot what 100? Song is, it? Is, it, is it the male song? Or First class. I don't know what that is. I'm trying to figure out why we care about the Billboard Hot 100 right now. Yeah. Why is Hip Hop DX talking about the Billboard Hot 100? Because they, they, they're that's 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 that, look, man, as an artist, the, because of what Drake said, everybody wants content, it's just something to talk about. Well, 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 well honestly, they also upset that the person that's representing them on the hip hop 100 is Jack Harlow. That's probably true. That's probably true. Can we invite the owners of Hip Hop DX on this podcast? Where, where are they, please? Can, who's on there? Anybody, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey man, beers and bars. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here. All right, I'm sorry. I'm very Very nice rabbit hole. Peace. Peace, man. Beers and bars. Thank you, Oscar, for coming on, man. Push your tea. Uh, it's almost dry. Check it out. Beers and bars, man.